Hey y'all, thank you so much for joining me. My name is Maria and you are listening to Let's Shoot the Chat. Thank you so much for joining me on this beautiful Sunday. Today is August 29th, 2021. Wow, can't believe August is almost already over with. Where has time gone? This month has been pretty chaotic, yet very exciting. So it's an emotional month for me which is all good, you know, there's a couple of things that are going on that I'm very, very excited about. But yes, um, these last 10 days were a bit crazy, um, starting with hubby getting COVID, um, isolation, and, and everything that goes along with that. Now, you know, thanks to the Lord Almighty, everyone here is okay now we got through it but it was kind of crazy for a minute Uh, we had a few family members here in my household that were sick as well so you know it was fun to say the least but on the upbeat everyone's fine and a lot of other good things have been going on you know that I definitely want to share with you guys so I'm going to give you little bits and pieces (laughs) of my life Um, as it comes together. Very exciting. Another exciting thing that has happened um, in the last few days. Um, Yes, um, I finally took the plunge and started my YouTube channel. It's more of a blogging channel kind of thing. I've been wanting to do this for a while now. Um, I enjoy cooking. For those that know me, definitely knows that I enjoy um, cooking up different things, you know, spending most of my time in the kitchen. That's my part of therapy. I get to relax, get to focus on something I enjoy, and doesn't really allow me to uh, focus on anything else, which to me, that's pure therapy, honestly. So this channel will have many things, not just cooking, but I want to make it like a daily blog where you can see like my new ventures that I'm going to be getting into, um, which I'll be talking about that as well. Um, you know, my uh, experiences along with my secret recipes. Um, it's going to be fun. I'm actually very excited uh, to do this. I finally get to do things that I like. I no longer have to do the whole you know, nine to five labor work, which nothing wrong with that. But my whole goal was to just relax by the time I hit my 40s. I don't know. It seems like the older I get, the more, (laughs) the less I want to do. So now my motto is less is best. (laughs) So there you go. So for anyone that's interested in checking my YouTube channel, um, it's pretty cool. It's very uh, new. So know that. Um, so the YouTube channel is called Just This and That Blog. Um, again, this is just going to be like random everyday things, uh, nothing special, just, you know, my world through my eyes. So look for the YouTube channel information and details on the description box. I'll definitely try to put a link there. I'm kind of new at all of this, but let's see what happens. <laughs> So another cool thing that's going on right now that I really don't want to get too much into, but I will let you know the basics. (laughs) Um, Definitely uh, excited about this new venture that I'll be starting with a very special individual. Something very outside the box, but I think that it's actually something that's meant to be 
and has to be done. So why not um, make this happen with the person you really enjoy being around with? So I will definitely be giving a little more information about that. Very excited about it. Um, so just kind of look for this. This is going to happen maybe in mid-September or beginning of October. But it's big. It's it's a nice venture. And I think it's going to actually be a good, great thing. Not only for us, but for everyone uh, around as well. Now, along with the good things that has happened, there's also been a lot of chaotic things. Like, um, you know, recently I just found out a couple of days ago I'll be needing surgery for my wrist, which is okay. You know, I've been dealing with this pain for over 10 years or so, you know, from a snowboarding accident I had back in 2008. And now, just now at my age, 42, (laughs) um, 43 in August 31st, by the way, yes, Virgo baby. Um, And one last thing I would like to add uh, for those of you that want to reach out, whether with suggestions or feedbacks, or maybe you would like to nominate someone to be a co-host guest on this podcast, or just give a shout out, you can always reach me uh, by email. My email address is Maria, my name, Maria shooting the chat at yahoo.com. Again, that's Maria shooting the chat at yahoo.com. Looking forward to hearing from you guys. Definitely value and appreciate every single one of you. So thank you. Thank you so much for the support. Now, so this week I have been basically just hanging around the house and taking care of my family. And since I'm at home, which hardly ever happens, I am able to do a lot of things that I don't usually get to do, like simple things like watching my favorite shows. As you all know, I have uh, this obsession with true crime, (laughs) but I also, there's another side of me that I enjoy other shows. And and one of uh, my favorite shows actually um, is Wife Swap. Now, for those of you that never heard of this show or would like to know a little more about it. Why Swap is an American reality television program that was first broadcast on ABC back in 2004. Uh, Now, uh, this was brought here to America, um, which I guess they kind of copied the version of a British show with the same name. And it has such success out in in the British community that they actually brought it out here to the States. So this program, like I said, it's a reality program. Um, So basically what happens is um, two families, usually from different, like very different social classes and lifestyles, swap wives, like the mothers, and sometimes the husbands, but mainly the mothers. And they swap them out for about two weeks. And those two weeks that they're uh, swapped, um, they get to, for the first week, they get to experience uh, the, the life of the mother through her eyes and what she does. Um, and then uh, towards the second week, um, they get to make changes and adjustments. Uh, and that's when all the drama comes in and, and the conflicts, which makes this show a little fun and entertaining, I guess. 
Now, what's crazy about this show is that they get two different families, like I said, from totally different social class and lifestyles, and they put them together. And this really does create like a clash. What this is supposed to do is kind of open your eyes uh, because with the families that they choose, they're very extreme. There's no gray area. There's either black or white. So they're either very extreme, strict parents or very extreme, loose parents. So now you have two different families being swapped. So it's it's fun. It's, it's really fun. Now, which... This whole show that I'm telling you about uh, brings us to today's episode. Uh, Today's episode, um, it's about the Stockdale family, which were featured on this show, Wife Swap, back in 2008. I believe it was season four, episode 15. Um, The title of it is The Stockdales and the Tonkovics, which are the two families featured on that episode. Now, remember what I had mentioned in regards to the families that get matched up on this show. They're very, very different from one another. So just to briefly describe the families, uh, the Stockdales, as you will soon find out, they're a very wholesome family with very uh, strict rules and values um, compared to the con. Uh, the Tonkovics, I apologize, the Tonkovics, which they're very free-spirited, um, very open, and very liberal. Um, so now, based on that, I uh, just kind of wanted to give you a little bit of background of each family. I want to go ahead and uh, play a little clip of the wife swap uh, and just kind of explains a little bit about the Stockdale family so you can get an idea of who they really are. The Stockdale Family Band has been around for about three years playing for the public. We have four sons, Calvin, who's 19, Charles, who's 16, Jacob, who's 15, and James, 11. Being in the band teaches our children to work together. It allows them to earn money. I really enjoy bluegrass music. You know, you don't find mandolin in many other genres. I sell CDs. I manage the finances. Kathy and husband Tim moved from the city to rural Ohio in isolation in order to shelter and protect their sons. We moved out to the farm to develop wholesome values in our children. The day we moved, we heard gunshots in our neighborhood, and I knew we had made the right decision. So just based on this small clip that I just played for you guys, it's very clear uh, to see that the Stockdales did come from uh, city life and Based on their experiences, they realize that, you know, taking their children and moving into the middle of nowhere um, and become farmers and isolate themselves from everyone around them who they felt were bad uh, influences was their choice. And they felt that that was their best choice for their family, which I totally respect that, you know. Now, when they went ahead and did this great change and become, you know, farmers and isolated themselves, you know, it has its good uh, things about it. You know, you get to grow your own food, get to work together as a family, 
you know, you kind of get to control uh, your environment a little better than you would if you were in the city life. But again, that's a double-bladed sword because at the same time, you want to be able to allow your children to grow and interact with other people and just kind of build their own character. But from what I've seen here with the Stockdales, um, they were very controlling, um, you know, to uh, over their children and their everyday duties and life, you know, and and. When I say wholesome, they really were all-time wholesome family with high values. Um, so strict that the kids, you know, they, they weren't able to even listen to, to rap music. Um, they weren't able to date. Um, they can only eat food that they grow in their farm. So they really, really didn't get to experience what um, being a teenager is like or just being an everyday kid you you're they're they're all under their parents um you know supervision and thumbs and they have to do whatever their parents say now this is all being said by the actual children when they were featured on this show so let me go ahead and just play a little more about uh, about them and from their own mouth and their own words so they can describe what exactly goes on under their roof. The Stockdales are devoutly religious. Praise the Lord for he is kind. Amen. And have banned TV and video games believing it's their moral responsibility to censor all that their kids watch and listen to. I'll take a talk, please. I don't think my parents would allow me to listen to pop. We do not allow any cussing. Oh, rats. I think that dating has uh, physical dangers, like pregnancy. It's not worth it. I've never been on a date. There's better ways to find out about girls than dating. I have not kissed a girl in a romantic way. And the boys are also homeschooled in order to control their influences. Okay, so that was a very brief description from the actual boys about how they're not able to do certain things under their uh, parents' uh, restrictions and rules. Now, what really stands out about this whole uh, clip is the fact that the word control is being used uh, when it comes to their parenting. I'm going to go ahead and play uh, a little more of that clip which uh, you will kind of understand and see what I meant when, I'm, when I said that controlled is being used a lot when it comes to their parenting skills. It's important we have control over their character and their education. In order to earn privileges, the boys must gain tokens by completing a chore they must then check off on a chart. It also addresses attitudes. Just because the job is done does not mean it's necessarily done in the right way. The boys pay 20 tokens to listen to a radio show. It's important to instill in our children that you need to work and not expect to have a handout. The work I have to do is sweep the porch, sweep all the downstairs, clear the table, unload the dishwasher. It's got so basically, throughout this whole clip, you just hear about how the parents are controlling over their children and what they do, um, who they talk to, who they see, what they see, what they're around. To me, that's a bit extreme. But again, I guess this is the reason why they made it to this show because of their extreme parenting uh, ways. 
also um, the the Stockdales would would allow their children to listen to the radio uh, in trade of 20 tokens um, and, and I guess the children would get paid with tokens for their hard work on the farm or around the house which from what I've seen uh, and this is just my opinion uh, the children are the only ones that are actually doing the labor work not only on the farm but uh, in, inside the house uh, when it comes to cleaning so in reality uh, you know Catherine yeah she's uh, Kathy the mother she's 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 homeschools the, the children but I feel that that's just another form of control um, you know but other than that uh, you know what else does she really do she's a manager at, uh, of their band because uh, they have a band uh, I believe it's called the Stockdale family band and um, and they you know they get now I heard that they actually are were very good and they got a lot of gigs in, including their surrounding states. One being Kentucky, you know, and and, and it seemed like they they got a, a nice a set of fans to their kind of music, which wasn't the normal, of course. So again, it, it sounds like the parents really had a, a good thing going for them. They had, you know, four children who were actively helping them. So that gave them, uh, I believe, a lot of leadway and a lot of uh, free time uh, to bully their children. And I'm sorry, that's just my opinion. But they were bullies. I mean, really think about this. From sun up to sundown, these kids had assignments, chores, duties and obligations non-stop all day long that's a lot on a child now if you look at it in the way uh, of the Stockdale's uh, point of view um, you know they they strongly believe that it was their duty as parents to control and build their children's character and their education as well as their influence and surroundings um you know so that that really just to me is a way of control but to them that's their way of parenting i understand that some parents like to you know uh be in control of what their children eat but for nutritional reasons and you know uh for for health reasons but you know the 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 stockdales actually controlled everything their children ate um you know because they would the children were only allowed to eat whatever was grown on their farm so they never really got to eat like a real hamburger from like a like a nice greasy fat juicy hamburger from in and out or or one of those nice spots you know that we like to go to that's <laughs> that's a form of abuse <laughs> just kidding now during this whole episode that they were featuring now this was back in 2008 okay um, it was very clear that the family they were paired uh, with was the total opposite, complete opposite of the Stockdales. You know, they, they were a bit extreme themselves, but on the, 
negligent side, on the relaxed side, chilled, loose uh, parenting. Um, in fact, one of the children uh, was an upcoming uh, local rap artist. So now remember, the Stockdales forbid their children to listen to any type of rap, hip hop. So I'm sure that that this wife swap uh, production did this on purpose with full intention to light a fire there. So because they were so extreme, while the moms were out of their homes, uh, the children and family got to experience uh, and got to do different things that they weren't normally able to do if their mom was around. So from what I've seen, Kathy Stockdale ran the, the home because as soon as she left, <laughs> the Stockdale uh, kids were like exposed to some normal everyday things like uh, fast food. You know, they got to try fast food for the first time. And they also got to go on a date. Um, you know, in fact, let me go ahead and uh, I'm going to play a short clip of the Stockdale boys trying to uh, set up a date for themselves. Okay, hold on. <laughs> let me play that for you. The families are summoned to the rules change ceremony. It's time for the wives to lay down the new rules, which the families must obey. Tim, how will these boys ever learn to deal with reality if you don't give them a chance to live it? <laughs> I got you guys cable TV. <laughs> as well as video games. Nope. I, I let my kids out there in the world with drugs and sex and whatever. Am I crazy? You'll have plenty of time to work when you get older. So from now on, Tim, you are going to take over the boys' chores. If I'm here saddled with that, I cannot go out and make a living for my family. That's your problem. You spend all your day preparing your food, turning the pleasure into another chore. I swiped out all your gross natural food. And I put prepared foods in its place. I just hope I don't get sick. <laughs> from now on. Modern music are not something you need to be afraid of. My son, he's a rapper. You're going to study his flow and kick your own rhymes and then present it at a rap-off. I think we're going to invent a new genre called bluegrass rap. You ignore. So that was a clip of all the rules that were put in place by the other mother from the other family, the Tonkovics. After spending a week there and seeing how the kids were treated and how just their way of life was so unfair to the children. In fact, um, it was not only uh, said, but also um, written that she, the mother from the Tonkovic family, uh, cried many nights as she was there uh, during the uh, featuring in the episodes because she felt that the kids were treated as workers and not children. So once the new mom got to make the new rules for the Stockdale family, one of the rules uh, was that the two older boys would get to go on a double date with an actual girl. Jacob was really excited about this uh, because he's never been on a date before because the parents would not allow that. So this was his first time actually 
uh, going out in the world and getting to interact with other people. This is so sad, but yet funny. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and play the next clip, which is Jacob and his brother trying to get a date at the last minute as uh, one of the rules that the new mom put in place. In Ohio, the boys struggle with one of the basics of dating, making the first move. This is Calvin. Hi, I'm calling to see if you're doing anything tonight. Yeah, anyway. So are you doing anything tonight? Oh, okay, well, um, is 7.30 all right? Come pick you up. All right, good, see you then. Now, during this date, it was kind of awkward, but yet it was kind of fun for the both of them. Um, let me go ahead and play another clip where they describe what what the experience was like. This is definitely something I would love to do again. How was it? It was good. Oh, I'm so excited for you guys. So a good time with Hannah Bile? Yeah. Think you'd do it again? Sure. Are you going to let him do it again? Well, we'll see. Okay, so now the boys got to experience a date. They got to experience interaction, got to experience fast food, um, all within hours <laughs> of the rules changing. So they got a taste of freedom, which I think that this was a great experience for them. But at the same time, it made them realize everything that they are missing in, in their lives. And I think that alone creates a, or created some, t uh, some kind of resentment and tension. It had to. I think anybody uh, that experienced um, all of this after being isolated for so long, being told uh, something totally different, um, and, and come to find out that you're actually, you know, you weren't harmed in any way, you got to have some fun, and yet you're still the same person. Um, I, I don't know, that's a breakthrough for, for anybody, especially a teenager, a, a young man. Okay, so at the end of the episode, what happens is the two families, at least the two parents, set of parents get to meet in person and talk about their experience uh, during their time uh, at their their household and they're either critical or you know they're thankful and grateful for the advice some learn others don't like the Tonkovic uh, family the mother had mentioned that she had learned a lot of things uh, during her stay there uh, and one of them was to you know spend a little more time with her children and just uh, kind of be a little um more strict when it comes to certain things in, in their kid's life, which is cool. You know, I think everybody learns something and takes it and uses it as a tool later in life. Now, uh, from what I read is that um, it, uh, Kathy uh, Stockdale and her husband um, took nothing from this experience. Like they learned absolutely nothing. In fact, if anything, uh, it was said by both of them that it was confirmed that they're doing a great job and that moving out in the middle of nowhere was the best decision they ever made. So of course they continue to control in their ways um, and live their lives uh, as they had before the show. Um, 
without taking no type of uh, lesson from it. I'm sure this devastated uh, the boys because, you know, again, for a short period of time, they got to experience what it's like to be a, a normal kid. Uh, and, and that, you know, being normal, like not, not breaking any rules, just, just doing everyday things. And that's what makes this story uh, so heartbreaking. So after the show, they continue to li live their lives as they did, uh, always did, you know, uh, work very hard, maintaining their farm and maintaining their values and high expectations. Um, you know, the, the, uh, the two older children, um, you know, seem to, um, you know, live their lives. But, you know, it's really w weird because it doesn't say much about them. Um, but it does say a, a little more about uh, uh, Kathy along with James and Jacob because unfortunately um, this 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 story this episode does have a very tragic ending that I think could have been avoided and that's my opinion but again you know mental health I believe played a big role in all of this and and I think you will too once I you know explain a little more of what happened after um, this this episode aired in 2008 so I'm gonna go ahead and fast forward now to 2017 um, June 15 to be exact, uh, 4.36 p.m. In fact, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go ahead and play a clip from the Stark County Police that would probably better explain what happened on June 15, 2017. So late last uh, yesterday afternoon at about 4.36 p.m., our office received a 911 call from the residents. It was a landline call, not a cell phone call. It was a hang-up call. Um, at that time, after we received the hang-up call, which we do in a number of cases on a daily basis, we responded deputies to the residence. Upon arrival at the residence, the deputies noticed that the front door was open. Uh, as they approached the house, they seen uh, what they believed to be someone laying on the floor. They gave verbal commands. There was no response. Uh, and at that time, um, there was a gunshot that went off. Uh, after the gunshot went off, they uh, tactically approached the house uh, when some backup arrived and discovered that the suspect, uh, Jacob Stockdale, had uh, attempted suicide and, and shot himself at, uh, when they arrived. Um, they also discovered two victims in the home, 54-year-old Catherine Barbara Stockdale and 21-year-old James William Stockdale, both have uh, were deceased as a result of gunshot wound. Yes, that's right. So Jacob, um, who was 24 uh, at this time, had uh, shot his mother, Kathy, who was 54, along with his younger brother, James, who was 21 at the time fatally shot them and what was uh, said on the report is that uh, both bodies were near the door entrance uh, along with uh, Jacob who after uh, killing his mother and brother attempted to kill himself by shooting himself in the head. 
after Jacob shot himself and was laying uh, uh, on the floor, the police obviously came in, saw all three bodies, uh, noticed that that Kathy and James were both uh, uh, deceased, but Jacob was not. Um, I'm going to go ahead and play another clip uh, from the same uh, interview by the Stark uh, County Police that will describe the following in detail. Currently, um, the suspect, Jacob Stockdale, is in Cleveland Metro in critical care. So during this uh, interview with the uh, Stark County Police, uh, there was some news anchors that were able to ask a few questions that I'm sure you yourself are wondering. So I'm going to go ahead and play some of those that may be able to kind of uh, answer some of your questions as it did for me. Have you responded there recently? No, ma'am. And the two older brothers, are those, they don't live there, and they weren't there at the time? There are two older siblings uh, that do not live in the home. And the father was not home at the time? No, he was not. Father indicated any issues that it was leading up to? None at all. Mental health issues? Never mentioned anything of, of that nature. Have you been aware of this family? I know we're hearing a lot that they were performers, they would travel around a lot. Were they... We're, we're learning that as well. Okay. Uh, we were not aware of that when we responded. <clears throat> As was asked, we had never had a reason to be called to that residence in the past. So we don't have anything in our, our CAD or any information that we'd been there in the past. So, so the other two shots had already been fired there. Um, only one was fired inside. That's correct. I'm sorry if I missed you say this earlier. You don't know yet who the, the 911 call, the hang up 911 call? Uh, I'm sorry, I'm not sure I understand the question. You know yet who made the 911 call? We do not. Okay. So after this interview, the Stark County Police got, uh, started working on this case right away. Um, unfortunately, they could not do much uh, against Jacob um, in his charges because he was in critical condition um, for a few months. But uh, he was transferred over to a rehab, which he spent about a year I believe, if I'm not mistaken, that he had to learn how to do a few things like walk, talk again, because again, he did shoot himself in the head uh, at the time of the incident. So after a year, uh, the Stark County Police were able to indict uh, Jacob Stockdale for the murders of his mother and brother on June 15, 2017. Uh, now, what I did read in, in, uh, during my research is that Jacob did plead uh, not guilty by reason of insanity. I'm going to go ahead and play a very short clip of uh, Jock Stock, uh, Jacob Stockdale's appear in, appearance in court on the two counts of murder. It's very brief, but it kind of tells you what his plea is. Having had a chance to review the previous report issued by psychodiagnostic, I am also going to be filing the not guilty by reason of insanity plea and ask the court to order the appropriate evaluations for that plea also. 
So because uh, Jacob pled um, not guilty by reason of insanity, he had to uh, go through some valuations, uh, evaluations in order to see if he's able to stand for trial. So during this time, he was placed in a mental health institution. Now, this is where the story gets even more <laughs> interesting because uh, during his stay at the Mental Health Institute, I believe one of the attempts uh, took place in November of 2020, and then the second time, um, also in December of 2020, um, <laughs> yet um, he was not charged for that, by the way. But uh, he was charged uh, for the murders of his mother and brother and was sentenced to 30 years to life for those murders, which was later stated by the county prosecutor, Kyle Stone, um, who told the WHBC News that he is satisfied with the outcome. He also said that uh, it is unusual when the victim and defendant's families are one in the same, which I agree. So the uh, prosecutor believes uh, this provides an opportunity for surviving family members to heal. Um, hopefully uh, that's true and, and it, it would help uh, family members to heal because that's what we want, right? I think this family been through enough um, and losing a mother and a brother by uh, a sibling or your son uh, could be very hard uh, to to accept and, and, and move on from that. So my prayers and uh, my, my regards to the Stockdale family members and all their loved ones who were affected by this. Now, I'm interested to know what you all think about this, if mental health played a part of this. Um, could this have been avoided? Um, I personally, my opinion, think that uh, the extreme parenting and the, the uh, pressure and the amount of, of obligations that were put on these children uh, really took a big part, uh, I'm sorry, uh, played a big part in all of this uh, tragic uh, event. So I always, I'm a big advocate about mental health. Again, I struggle every day with it and I try to now focus on self-care and putting my health first in order to be able to help others. So Thank you everyone for joining me today. Uh, again, for I, I really want your feedback and the way that you can uh, get a hold of me is by emailing me at mariashootingthechat at yahoo.com. Very, very excited to hear what you guys think. Again, thank you everyone for your support. I hope you all have a beautiful Sunday and um, hey, enjoy. <laughs>